Greetings, good people, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Check, Please. I am his lady and your hippie homegirl, Ari, and this is episode 35. If you are a first-time listener, thank you so much for being here. I hope you go back and check out some previous episodes, lots of dope reminders, lots of really great content. Lots of just good, good information and always positive vibes only. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you for being with me tonight. Thank you for your presence always. I hope you are feeling well. And if you are not feeling well, I hope you are taking the time to acknowledge that. I hope you are taking the time to tap in with yourself so that you can just see where you are and always be moving forward, right? always moving forward y'all we are in the end of October it has been definitely a whirlwind of good things um this year for myself and I hope the same for you um I hope that you are at least you know regrouping regearing you know finishing up finishing out whatever it is that you set for yourself uh the expectations you set for yourself this year if not just remember yet reset is on the way so not to worry but definitely take the time to prep and plan. So let's get right into it. Episode 35, this is October, like I said, so this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I wanted to do you all a favor and bless you with one of my favorite people's presence tonight, which is my dear Aunt Jeannie. Aunt Jeannie, thank you so much for being with us tonight. It's my pleasure, Ari, and thank you for that awesome introduction. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate you so much for being here. Now, my aunt is a cancer survivor. Um, She survived breast cancer. And how long has it been, Auntie? 11 years. Wow. Whoa, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Such a blessing. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. So to jump right in, because like I said, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. um, And the fact that your particular story is untraditional in the sense where it's not like, you know, you just found something and okay, you needed to, you decided to go get it checked out. What exactly brought you to your discovery story? It is incredible. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, I, actually, I was fooling around with my dog, Red, and he kept pawing at my breast, at my chest, and I, you know, he wouldn't let up and it was just like a struggle between the two of us. And I, and then it dawned on me, dogs don't typically try to um, just attack something for no reason. It's because they, they want to clean something up. It's because something is either spoiled or it's just not clean. It needs to be cleaned up and they want to lick it and get whatever is out. That's not right out. Mm. Wow. And that made me think. And that's when I begin to listen and just pay attention. And I stopped going places and I stopped talking to people. And I said, let me just listen to my body speak to me. It'll communicate with me. And that's how I found a lump in my chest in the shower. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing. So what, what was the, um, I guess, the process for you after that? When you, once you found the lump, what did you decide to do? Well, actually, when I found this lump in my chest, it was the size of an almond. Mm. 
or maybe like um maybe not an almond it was more of a size of a a peach okay um, a peach um seed mm, okay and it had a point on the end and i thought this this is this I, I never noticed this before it has to be something very unusual going on but this is too hard to be in a body and believe it or not um i began to research on the internet and fear the devastating disparity um the numbers for black women just it was it was hopeless it was dark and mm. it it frightened me so much that I just decided that there's no reason for me to go seek medical attention because these numbers say I'm going to lose. And and it rolled around finally to Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which I found out in uh, maybe July of 2009. Okay. And I toyed around with it and just started putting things in order. You know, I just thought this was the end. And mm. I didn't say anything to anyone because then people would start to pressure me and just, it would just be a lot of pressure. So uh, breast cancer awareness rolled around in October. So we went June, June, July, or July, August, September, October, four months. And that's when I had a, 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 a basic exam where they just feel, and then they say, well, what do you think you should get an, um, what do you call it? A mammogram. Mm-hmm. And I had never had a mammogram because I was just sort of busy and, flying international and this was during the recession mm-hmm. and um, I got a mammogram finally and um, the first opening was in December so I waited from October to December mm-hmm. and in December I had a mammogram and they said um, we think you should have an uh, an ultrasound so the, the next opening for an ultrasound was January of 2010 and so I went for that and had the ultrasound done. And they said, you know what? We really think you should have a biopsy. The next opening was in February. And so we're talking July to February. Mm-hmm. And I had that biopsy on like maybe a Wednesday. Um, and then the next week, they confirmed that it was a positive result. At this point, I wasn't thinking that it would be positive. I thought it was just a routine. I thought it was just typical. Right. And so it didn't really, really hit me until they called me and they told me. Um, And so basically, had I had a fast-growing type, it would have been all over. Right, right. Uh, That seven months would have been the the fastest seven months ever. But Mm. it turned out to be a stage three. Okay. I never regret and wondered if I had gone earlier. I never even thought that way. Right. Um, I just knew that at some, I just knew that whatever the next steps were going to be, that they would be ordered uh, by my faith and, and God. And, and he would bring me through this. That's all I could hope for. Wow. 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 Cause at this point you're not in control of anything except your mind. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, and I'm just so grateful to you, you know, even if you did, you know, give it some real thought and you did kind of do your own process of elimination. I'm just so grateful that you took the time, you know, to go and see about yourself because you definitely did not have to, you know, you could have just kind of left with that shroud of whatever was going to be was going to be, you know, but I feel like with you going and seeing about yourself, you definitely gave yourself an opportunity and a fighting chance 
to, you know, seek the treatment that you needed and still be able to survive and thrive, which, you know, you have. And I, and I'm just so, so grateful for you, for you taking the time to do that for yourself. Cause there, you know, there are a lot of different things that come along with just the understanding of what it could be, you know, and we love to self-diagnose and things of that nature and just kind of be like, well, I'm just going to do this and hopefully, you know, and hope that it'll, you know, just dissipate or it'll, it'll, you know, correct itself. But that's just not always the case. Sometimes you do actually have to go seek true professional medical attention and just kind of see what your options are before you just count yourself out. That's right. So I'm just, I'm just so, so absolutely grateful for that. Um, so I want to ask you, you know, cause I know you did go through the chemo and all of that and yeah. just, you know, got to a point where, you know, your immune, immune system was just super duper severely compromised for the sake of healing, um, mm-hmm. from this cancer. Mm-hmm. What brought you through that particular time? Like when you just, you were at your lowest point or your just weakest point, as far as just your body being broken down what was your um you know your go-to your motivation where did you pull your strength from you know Ari the the cards were stacked against me Mm. I really I did not have the the, I should not have had the wherewithal to make it through this process Mm -hmm. because I could have just said darn another thing not in my favor you know woe is me right um but what really got me was I felt like in my faith, like this is all this years that, you know, you are believing in your, your God and, you know, your Lord and savior. And, and now I had to draw on that for real, real. Mm-hmm. It was no longer a Sunday routine. It was real life. And that's mm. really, to be honest, it was my anchor. It was my hope. It was my it was my privilege. It was already, the price was paid for my freedom. Mm-hmm. And now why am I going to go and pay again? Mm. And that's, that's how I looked at it. And, and um, I think having a stage three diagnosis, um, meaning my body, like her too positive, my, my body made too much hormone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. too many hormones. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for some reason, I just wasn't, feeling well right but I did not know that your body could speak to you and Mm. so when I drew upon my faith and I began to um I got a word from the Lord and I know it sounds really hokey (laughs) but my pastor delivered a word directly to me from the Lord Mm. and he gave me some very specific instructions and I followed them to the T and wow. he spoke to me and said, you know, this, this is not unto death. You shall live and not die. And you have work to do. And this is some things that be on your assignment. And because you have been disobedient and you haven't spoken to the people as I asked you to, I felt like Jonah going into the well, mm. of the, the belly of the fish, shall I say. Right. Um, because I had not spoken to the people about the things that I'm supposed to speak to the people about. Mm-hmm. And this was like a, a, a passage <laughs> that you had to go through in order to be convinced, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm, I'm called to do this thing. Right. And what got me through it is, is my faith and 
learning to find peace and, and, and satisfaction within myself that when I read the word, I can, I have the power to speak things that I want to see happen and they actually can happen. Mm-hmm. That's what really, really got me through positive thinking, forgiving other people mm-hmm. and not worrying like the petty things in life. Um, I went on a pathway to some of the darkest places I've never been in in my life. I mm-hmm. met people in such dark places that I, I probably would never have seen them in my life. But now that I had to go through those passages in real life, I see them. I see their struggles. I see the struggles they've come through. Some of their struggles. I'm mm-hmm. conscious. You know what I mean? I don't know if that, that makes sense. Yes, it does. But I, I became consciously aware. And so I realized that I was just a zombie walking day to day routine to work, hate work, hate my coworker. You know what I mean? Not hate mm-hmm. really, but, right. you know, why do I have to do this? I'd rather, right. be, you know, all this regret and having to do things and be, being a single parent and all these things that I was despising. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that this is your life. You write the script. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to do all these things in the manner that they were presented to you. Changes everywhere. All you have to do is simply do it. Put it in place. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people say. As Dr. Bill Winston says, they don't like you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't matter. So what? This is the this is the ironic part of what I've gone through is, um, the ironic part is, it set me free. Mm. Wow! From bondage. Wow! 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 That was in my mind mm-hmm. that, that I thought I had to conform to all the limits that were put upon me. Mm. And I felt like I was just trying to please this little crowd of people, but that's not your that's not your assignment. Right. Become consciously aware of your surroundings, your assignments, who you are, and accept what is. Mm. Wow. So that's what got me through, to be honest with you, is my faith. Wow. That is so beautiful. And that's so profound because, you know, like you said, it wasn't a Sunday routine. That's something you had to actually, you know, really, really enforce within yourself. You had to just know that you are reassured no matter what, you know, no matter what miracles had happened before. You had to know, believe that you were going to be healed and that, you know, this was going to pass. And and ultimately you were able to to do that that takes some mental fortitude that you know not everybody not everybody can necessarily say that they would have or they do have you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just so grateful for that you know for for you know the most high you know being your anchor um it's it's just so important to understand what faith looks like you know yeah. from a real 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 uh firsthand perspective because it's different when you know, you have your testaments and it's, it's different when you know that you've been brought through for a reason. And like you said, even down to your pastor, that's amazing. Your pastor had a message specifically for you. Like that's so beautiful. Cause it just lets you know that people, um, will receive, you know, that even, 
in in different mediums, uh, the Most High was still speaking to you and still moving through other people for you. Most definitely, and and it was one of those services that, like, I I didn't tell anybody. I mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody that I was going through this. Like, not even my brother. It was my best mm-hmm. friend. And and um, and basically, what what happened is, is uh, a word I didn't know how to tell my pastors and. Um, he, he said, Hey, um, your request, you know, for prayer mm-hmm. and put, and put it on the altar mm. and that, and it, apparently I was the only one in the service who did it. Wow. Wow. And all no I wonder was, there was that <laughs> direct was, download. No wonder. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and when they read it, they were like, "Who who who did this?" Mm. And I I raised my hand, and and it just said, "Pray for me. I'm I'm I just got a diagnosis of breast cancer, and just pray for me. That's I want to be set free." And mm. it took over the whole service. I mean, they laid hands on me. They just it changed the whole trajectory of that service that day. Wow. That is amazing. So amazing. Wow, wow, wow. So I do have um, one more question for you. And it's basically so for anyone who may have may be going through something like this, you know, from a secondhand standpoint, or even from a firsthand standpoint where, you know, they've gotten the diagnosis or they even have an inkling that something is going on. What advice or what just, you know, uh, words of encouragement would you have for someone who is witnessing, you know, someone basically fighting their own personal battle with this, or maybe even fighting their own battle with this particular um, situation? What would you, what would you tell them? Oh my gosh, this, that's a big question, Ari. <laughs> it is, it is. It's really big because everyone's um, journey is different. Mm-hmm. And everyone has different circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so you may be thinking that your circumstances are just perfect, but, but you may not be getting all of what you did need to get through it because so many things or people around you, you don't hear, you can't feel it. Mm. Um, you know, that thing happening for you. But I, I had four surgeries that one year. Mm-hmm. And it was most difficult um, on the mind. Mm-hmm. And so if I had a word for someone, it is just to simply, um, and this is, this is so abstract, like you have to, sur- you know, just surrender that, that surrender that situation um, over to your, your God, over to God and give mm. it to him mm. and let, and let it be there so that you can focus on the things that you can handle. Right. Um, whether it's navigate, whether it's um, advocating for yourself or reading to know what your options look like um, and leave the outcome um, at the altar and know for a fact beyond a shadow of a doubt, you will come through this. There is no other option. Mm. Wow. And you have and, and I mean, that's what I had to do is I just had to surrender it and just know. And, and, I, and I, I don't even know if I remember saying, well, if I don't come out, I don't even think that was an option. <laughs> I didn't, 
I, right. I didn't, if, if it did, it went over my head. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I think, be, you know, being, uh, being physically fit was, was, was extremely helpful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be, before that happened uh, so that you can withstand all of the medicines uh, that you have to go through because one medicine brings on a different ailment. Right. And another medicine causes another element that you weren't even thinking about. Right. And so you, you know, you have to have the wherewithal to, to start to read and to start to understand what your body is trying to communicate to you. Mm. And it's communicating with you all the time. If you get a runny nose, there's mucus trying to come on. There's a virus trying to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always your hair is falling out. That means something internal is not working. Or mm-hmm. your body is always speaking to us. Um, and so, yes. And so, if you know, so if I would give them one word of encouragement, is to just I can't say trust your gut because you may not even know what you're trusting. You may not exactly even know what what to trust. You know, right. if you're if you're not consciously aware or or if you haven't read about it or have the inkling to read about it, you, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not aware of it. Right. Exactly. Um, and everybody is not into uh, church or, or to the Lord. Everybody's not into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would just say, understand that, um, that your body is dynamic. Mm-hmm. It is the most advanced, <coughs> excuse me, computer system in the world. Right. To mankind and it, it it does not make mistakes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when it begins to operate improperly um just like your car there's a, a red light that comes on and says check engine but it doesn't say what to check <laughs> <laughs> it just says check engine light right you have to just start doing a master search and check that motherboard which is your body and mm-hmm. find out what what's speaking to me what's happening don't be a hypochondriac of course Right, right, right. But just understand. So my signs were my hair was falling out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I began to get feel ill. Mm-hmm. And I think what really woke me up is that I threw up and I didn't have any reason to. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is a problem. Right. And that's when I really began to hone in and on my listening skills. Mm-hmm. So just just pay attention to yourself. Take some time to get quiet and observe. Touch your body. Don't be afraid to touch. Yeah. And and uh, and understand that this is this what is normal. What's abnormal? Right. And if it doesn't feel right, it's okay to ask questions and uh, and seek some attention. Right. Exactly. Check your diet. What what do you like? My diet was full of sugar. I was going to ask you that actually, um, because you know now one thing I do know just from a scientific standpoint, um, cancer has a very hard time thriving in an alkaline or an alkalized body versus an acidic body, right? So, is there anything that you definitely like that you cut out or you reduced or you modified? to uh, once like you found out everything was going on or even post you know healing and all of that like is there anything that you would just be tell people to be mindful of as far as just their dietary because I mean everything in moderation of course but I know mm-hmm. some things other than you know more than others like I know for one it's like processed food can't do a lot of that 
Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, sugars. But any is there anything else that you that you like? I guess reduced or maybe even took out of your diet specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was that girl who who worked out every day, mm-hmm. even as as an adult in my forties. I worked out every day mm-hmm. and sometimes twice a day. Mm-hmm. That means I didn't have a life area. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but working out was, it was a stress reliever for me. Right. And it relaxed my mind. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if I could accomplish this small goal, I can accomplish some larger goals. Right. So that's what it was for me. But my diet was garbage. Mm. It was full of eating out, mm-hmm. bread and butters, wines. And um, I grew up in the era of the 60s. So we had carby foods, grits, mm-hmm. oatmeal, potatoes. And we had sugar was like my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I could eat like five Reese's candy bars or mm-hmm. Reese's cups, cups or whatever mm-hmm. in one sitting and um, I could eat cake and blah 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 mm-hmm. but but I was also that person that every year in the springtime and in the, the, it seemed like those allergies got me mm. you know the pollen well it really wasn't the pollen at all it was just the buildup of the sugars and my body just couldn't take it and that's when it would break down and fight me back exactly um, and so what, so what I did was I joined in when I, when I went through, um, of course, the medical side of things, which is the, I did four surgeries and I did a chemotherapy, which is a whole body approach. Chemo mm-hmm. attacks, it's a liquid that goes through the veins and right. it, t- it touches every area of your body. Mm. So in, just in case, um, the cells, the cancerous cells have left the area, as they call it, the area where it was, you know, it was discovered. Mm-hmm. And it goes into what's called a lymph node, mm-hmm. which are all throughout your whole body. Right. Um, but the, the chemotherapy will, will, will be aggressive enough to, to destroy any cells that have slipped away. Mm-hmm. In the process, it kills everything else that it touches as well. Right. And so um, that's an approach. And then I also had radiation. Mm-hmm. Radiation is a targeted approach where it, it goes wherever it is designed, wherever it's targeted. Mm-hmm. So I had it in four places in my shoulder blades, in my back, my chest, and under my arm. Mm. And um, it is very specific, and it, it it concentrates in a particular area. Right. And so it burns. Both of them burn and kill things, and um, and so th- those those things do they they bring about side effects. Mm-hmm. So I learned about a program called. Um, um, Piedmont Cancer Wellness Center mm-hmm. and, and in their wellness center they have a whole body approach which is alternative medicine in addition to the medical uh, procedures that you go through so they, they helped you to plan your diet mm. um, they also incorporated some, um, some yoga some writing to help get your feelings out Wow! because who do you talk to who, exactly. can, under- 
understand. Yeah. So they have trained people. We also went through therapy. Wow. That's um, amazing. Tai, tai Chi. <clears throat> yes. I learned about the chakras. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you, when it comes to diet, mm-hmm. those, if you're w- waiting for your doctor to recommend something, they, they deal with medicine and not food. Right. So it was through the wellness center that I learned to eat more wholesome. And then they have a dietitian that will sit down and help design a program that's best for your body type. Mm-hmm. And I just had to start doing some really deep dives and I I learned that sugar is not the best friend but you know sugar is very addictive if you didn't know that yes I did yes 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 very very addictive and um, I was addicted to sugar mm. so it was really difficult to let it go sugar is in, in a lot of our foods it is unless it's green and it comes right out of the ground <laughs> right exactly not necessarily green it could be orange or red or some other color yeah sugar is linked to a lot of preservatives i didn't realize it's in almost well and and what sugar does is it enhances flavor like salt exactly so um i was told to shop the outside of the grocery store Mm -hmm. the outer perimeter within the grocery store of course right the outer perimeter and stay away from the inner aisles of course where you get your cookies your chips um i don't I, the only thing I eat out of a can is um, black beans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I don't have time to cook those myself. <laughs> right. The cook down process is a tedious one. <laughs> it's, it's very long. Yes. But, but I don't, other than that, I don't eat things out of cans. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. And uh, most of my food, because I search for it, and is in glass. Yes. So I learned to just modify my diet. I also, I'm finding it dip more difficult after treatment to tolerate grains and wheats. Mm, okay. Interesting. So if I, if I do eat bread, it's it's in moderation, but mm-hmm. it's, I'm trying to learn to eliminate it, uh, you know, at this point. Right. Me too, auntie. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Although I love a good, a good, I love a good warm bread. Me too. <laughs> a good dark bread with some good butter. But, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. But still, in all, yeah, like you said, in moderation. In moderation, I don't eat things like tuna in a can anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because the sodium content is so high. It is. And everything frozen is 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 it has to be preserved. Yes. So the sodium count, if you ever notice it, it will be a, a bit higher. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. But I also learned, too, that the, the, it's not one or two things. It's a combination of things. Right. So I learned to eliminate a lot of plastics in my life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't know about you, but you ever gone to someone's house and under their sink in the bathroom is just boatloads of products? Yes, yes, indeed partially used mm-hmm. I went I'm very intentional I used all those products it was so hard I wouldn't <laughs> buy any new ones until I used those up I'm the same way I refuse yes. I'm the same way I'm like nope you will not just have a just a bunch of you know little bit at the very bottom because you can't mm-hmm. get it and then you, mm-hmm. you have a bunch a bunch a bunch yeah mm-mm. I've got mm-hmm. you got to use it up <laughs> use it up and they sell you such large quantities yes 
that you so a lot of times I'll just get the travel size if mm-hmm. I want to try something I yep get the tra- but for the most part I don't use a lot of shampoos mm-hmm. um, because of all the ingredients in there yes ma'am I also stopped using lotions Mm-hmm. <laughs> because those are plastics that go directly into your skin cells. That is correct. Goes right into the bloodstream. Yes, ma'am. And I'm not and and um and I just I'm just became consciously aware of a lot of things that we put on ourselves that yes we don't even realize that this is so so hard. I even changed my makeup. Mm. And I was wow. going with Origins for a while because they don't use so many preservatives or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, origins so. is, is a good company. But yeah, exactly. And and when I go shopping, like mm-hmm. Trader Joe's offers more foods than glass. Mm-hmm. 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 I love Trader um, and, Joe's. <laughs> and when I, but I don't shop there traditionally. No, but. no, no. Exactly. That's like something very specific or just if you want to mm-hmm. change it up a little bit, but you know, and you don't mind spending a little extra Right, you know, yeah, but I can't do that on the regular. But when mm-hmm. I go to the when I go to the DeKalb's Farmers Market, that's my I, favorite spot. I, <laughs> I bring I bring my I bring my own bags. Yes, so I, I don't bring those plastic bags home. Uh huh. And I avoid the the plastic uh, bags from the grocery store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I just bring my own bag, so I just try to reduce yes the the amount of plastic. Um, and so that means that I don't buy a lot of things from the from the stores because if they're especially heavily wrapped in plastic so. right Woo! I love that because all of that <laughs> is so important and it's so crazy because I kind of take an inventory here and there and I was literally taking an inventory the other day just for like things that I've eliminated like mm-hmm. in my deodorant no aluminum I took fluoride out of the toothpaste I mm-hmm. make my own shampoo my own conditioner okay. you know um haven't had a microwave over what six years Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like I've tried to eliminate yeah. the plastic, like even with like, if I'll do like, you know, how some of the water will come in those big plastic, I'll transfer it into a glass, you know, yeah. into, uh, a glass bottle and pour from there type mm-hmm. of a thing. Just, you know, give it a rest, all of that, you know, really BPA conservative for yeah. sure. As much as I can, cause obviously I'm not in the manufacturing company, you know, you can only go off of their word, but you know, you just do your due diligence as far as just the, the elimination and the cans and all of that, like all of that, just really trying to be conscious. Like I'm at a point now where, um, and it's so funny cause I, I actually have some coming, but I even stopped using nail polish. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I stopped, um, you know, I've been stopped perming my hair. Like it's been what? over 12 years now for that, but just like just certain things, you know, I'm not really into makeup like that. So I never really had that issue, but even like what I put on my face, my facial washes and stuff, like I have a charcoal based face wash, you know, just really, really being conscious because the thing is, like you said, it's not one thing. It's a, it's a bunch of different things, you know, a bunch of things. And and it's a bunch of things. And also the soaps that I use. Oh yeah. I I use free, free and clear. Yes. Yes, yes, Um, yes. Soaps. Um, And also, (laughs) yes. And when I see, it costs a little bit more. It does. Unless you can find a store brand um, that has free, you know, the store brand that's free mm-hmm. and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but and detergent, my, yep. detergent. Yeah, um, you, you can buy it for your dishes as well. Yeah, I do the same for my dishes. <clears throat> yep. Although right now I have some Dawn in there, mm-hmm. but, but <laughs> number uh, the blue. Yeah. But um, um, what I did was um, 
um, I started whenever I go somewhere, I'd find a, a young lady who makes soap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I brought you some at some point, didn't I? I believe you did. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so I try to find people who make soap naturally. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's, it's a little bit more expensive. But, it um, is, but it's worth it. Cause like you said, that directly through your pores, it's, that's pivotal. And what's crazy about what you were saying with the lotions, what I've noticed, I've, and I've thrown them away immediately. If I have a lotion and it makes my hands start to swell, because I don't know what it is about my hands. My hands are super sensitive. So if I'm like moisturizing and, you know, washing my hands and all that kind of stuff, and it starts to get into my pores, it will swell my hands up sometimes, depending on what it is. And that's how mm-hmm. I know when it has things in it that are not supposed to be, you know, put on your skin or they're really not supposed to be absorbing through your pores and things. So, yeah, it's your body's just so saying, important. I don't agree. We don't like this. Yeah, yeah, like what's going on? Even with with me with salt, if I do have too much salt, the first thing that'll start to swell is my hands. And I'm like, ooh, and that's a good indication. You better flush it out, drink as much water as you can, and, you know, just monitor whatever you're eating for the next couple of days, because that's not good. But I've been like that since a kid. Like Mm. my body will just be like, nope, what's going on here? And I had to, you know, do a process of elimination, but I've been very conscious of that type of stuff because I've noticed the signs, you know, when I've, when I've overdone it and my body will detox itself. If it just, if I'm (laughs) getting to a point where I'm doing too much, too much sweets, too much spicy, salty, whatever, my body would be like, let me start you over because you're doing too much. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, um, I don't wear deodorant at all. I love that. Mm-hmm. So what um, do you use? <laughs> well, when I begin, begin, when I begin to change my diet, mm-hmm. I noticed that I didn't perspire mm-hmm. as I did when I ate certain foods. Mm-hmm. So when I ingest meat, for example, yep. Yep. I perspire more. I believe that so much. Yes. Um, I'm not wow. close to a vegetarian, but I, I just don't eat meat as much. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Super moderation for that. Yeah. And so I learned, and so people were like, you don't wear deodorant? I said, most of the things that we do in our lives is what people taught us. And exactly. The same folks who wrote the five food groups and told us that we needed deodorant and <laughs> they, they taught us that we were supposed to shampoo our hair. Right. But they taught us these things, and it, and believe it or not, it costs you. Yes. It yes. costs you a lot of money to conform to these personal hygiene standards. And once again, you don't know what you're putting on your body and what is, what is being absorbed by your body. Next thing you know, you know, you're thinking everything is all good because you're doing this, that, and the third when there's an accumulation of something because you know, you're just not taking the time and, and those extra things, you know, collect. And you don't have time because you're so busy running the rat race. Exactly. Of work, school. And don't forget when I was going through all this, I was in my master's program. Wow. At Strayer university. So (laughs) (laughs) like you didn't have enough going on. my nurse navigator was like I said I'm gonna quit school she's like why 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 when you're when you're not he- when you're healing then you heal when you're not healing you study so okay and she went, <laughs> shout out what, to her <laughs> <laughs> well what I, what I discovered in all out of all of these things is to listen to my body but yes. I also came out of it with a gift 
It's a, it's, it's a gift of discernment, number one. Mm-hmm. So I can see the heart of a matter in a person. Mm. And number two, I came out with a keen sense of smell. Ooh. So I can smell things that the average person was not even aware of. Wow. Um, so when I walked into, um, I shouldn't say the store. I walked into this store <laughs> and um, <laughs> I walked into this store and um, I went into my little favorite section to find like some little discount tops or whatever. Mm-hmm. And immediately I, I just like I hit a wall or something like pow. Mm. And, and I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. Like, what is that? And I would always try to prove myself wrong and say, okay, you're just dreaming. You're like, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. But, but I couldn't, I have like a headache and my eyes water. And I, I went to the front desk and I said, hey, when I walk in this corner of your store, I'm, I'm, I'm like getting hit in the face with this odor. Like, am I imagining this? Well, like, what could this be? And she said, it's the plastic on the swimwear. Oh, and I said, I'm smelling the plastics. Wow. And I said, it's pungent. Like, I, I, can't, I cannot even go over there because it hits me in the face. Mm. And she said, yeah, like when you put a bathing suit on, it's, it's loaded with plastic. Although they say waterproof, it's, co- it's coated in plastic. Wow. Wow. That's why wow, when wow. the water that's why when the water hits it, it rolls the water. Hell. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. So um I was like, there's something to the Ralph Nader reports where he where he's made, you know, companies be accountable mm-hmm. because they were putting things on us that we weren't aware of. So exactly. I walked into I walked into another big box store. Mm-hmm. Um uh it's not like a mall. And I walked in the store and here did that, that same odor pow hit me in the face. Mm. And I was like, I looked around the store and all these plastic hangers. And mm. so there's an odor that emits from plastics. I believe that. But wow. the, to the natural person, you can't you can't detect it. Mm-hmm. But because this gift is on me. Mm. I can detect it. And I, I was like, I'm not going to shop there anymore because I can't breathe. When exactly. I, it's, it's choking me. Like If it's choking you, it's definitely not good for you. It's not good. But but people in there just, oh, the music is nice. And, oh, yeah. You know, everything's discounted. And, mm. and I'm like, and they're just shopping themselves to death. And I was wow. one of them too. Wow, 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 wow. So, Goodness. <laughs> it's crazy. That's amazing though. Mm-hmm. Because that's something that, you know, you'll be able to protect yourself from, um, you know, and maybe even, you know, tell people whomever to take heed to, you know what I'm saying? Just so that they can protect themselves. Because like you said, if you're not able to detect it, you know, how would you even know? That's just, that's so amazing. And that just lets you know the level of, you know, just where you are in life. You know, that healing was real for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. And it and gave I you went some to, additional things. I love it, that. I went to a restaurant, like a little neighborhood spot, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm just literally gagging. Like, I, I'm like, it smells like gas. Like, gas, gas is escaping in here. Mm. And the people were just, you know, having a good time. And I'm like, they don't smell like the smell of rats. They don't, they can't smell this. Ooh. My goodness. They can't smell the smell of, you know, like the corridor 
I can smell the corridor of the rats that go that in and out of the holes in the street. I could smell that. Oh my goodness! And I, I and I, my food was amazing. Mm. And maybe inside the restaurant would have been better, mm-hmm. but I was out. I was outside near the uh, on the near the street, mm-hmm. and it was an old b- building that was refurbished, and I. Mm. Could, smell this old you know I can, I'm from Ohio like everything in Ohio is old old places mm-hmm. and I and I, these are familiar smells to me and I'm like I know that smell mm-hmm. that's dampness that's you know some some rodent and mm. just some gas escaping somewhere wow and I, you know um and I just when I look it packed all the time and I'm like wow people can't even smell that that is crazy it is crazy but that's amazing that is so amazing (laughs) it's a gift i mean it's it is truly truly and i don't warn i don't warn people about it because they're like you're out of your mind like i don't smell this that's why it's a gift because i can and you can't (laughs) exactly and there's no need to try to convince you i know what i know So it I don't. Just, I it don't, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I even told my son, I was like, "We need to leave this store because I can't breathe." Right. He's like, "I don't smell it." I'm like, "Let's get." It doesn't matter, now. right? And he stayed for you. He stayed. Ooh. I went outside mm. because I said I'm choking and I right. can't. I'm I'm not gonna be able. To, this is choking me right now. Right. Right. And, right. Um. And and so I I can't tell people. I have to let them live at, at the capacity that they're aware right and right. what i've what i've learned in this experience mm-hmm. because it was a it, it was a breakthrough for me it woke me up it shook me mm-hmm. at my core and mm. made me alert it made me aware of who i am mm-hmm. in in this moment of this time mm-hmm. it, right now is the time wow Whatever you did to me in the past, I forgive you because now you're so minor to me. I can only focus on the present and move on to the future. Right. So wow. it, it, it no longer do we linger in what you did to me. It doesn't even matter. Right. Mm-mm. Wow. That is so beautiful. Well, I thank you so much, Jeannie, for coming through and just blessing us with your presence. I'm so absolutely grateful that you are still here, still surviving, still thriving, still living your best Mm -hmm. life. And I love you so dearly. Would you please drop your handles, any social media, anything you want to share just so that people can connect with you? Yes. Um, Yeah. Uh, and also, I want to close out before you close out. Go ahead. With a, with, I wrote a book. Yes, yes, yes. And I just want to share a piece of poetry out of here. Please. But they can reach me on um, Facebook under um, Donna Payne and then uh, D O N N A P A Y N E and then Jeannie, J E A N N I E. I'm also on Instagram at Donna J Payne. ATL and I think my handle is the real estate genie (laughs) (laughs) J-E-A-N-N-I-E and I'm also on Twitter um and if you you know in my in my work line of work uh I am I help people to achieve home ownership and you can find me under DonnaPayneRealty.com Yes, yes, yes. So that's that. And then I had a piece of poetry that I had 
picked out that I wanted to share. If we had a moment, yes, sure. Okay, and then I'll I have it quickly just because I marked it yesterday. And what I found in this journey is 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 the ability to accept who I am mm. with all of my flaws. Um, I may not look like the girls in the magazines. They don't even like looking like themselves in the magazines because they have to do all kinds of things to themselves to stay that way. Mm-hmm. And so I want to share this, this piece of poetry called My View. And of course, you know, I lost all my hair and had to have it shaved off and blah, blah, blah. So this, is, this piece is entitled My View. Okay. And okay. I'm going to start it out. Here we go. It's called My View. I often wonder why I don't have a cute, cute shape. I notice when they walk by, everyone else has one, and I want one too, as I glance in the mirror's eye. All the clothes seem to be made for that famous hourglass, the perfect shoulders and a flat, flat tummy. I hold it in and I look like a model. When I exhale, it fades back to the past. Always sipping on, I wish I was. Snacking on, what I want to be. Losing sight of where I am. No complaining because I'm healthy, I'm strong like a tree. Losing weight, (laughs) that's not my problem. Learning to be happy in my own skin. I'm an individual so unique. I'll use my intelligence, the beauty from within. I'll take control more of my life, experience that lifestyle change, make better choices and work out. I know it does sound strange. My mind is clearer. My outlook is bright. No need to compare myself to others. I'll get sharp and prepare to take flight. (laughs) It's just a solution to those clothes on the rack. Don't break the bank trying to escape. Appreciate what I have for now. Get something designed to fit my own cute, cute shape. The end. Ooh, woo. I love that. And that's the realest. Right, that's the realest. (laughs) You know, because that is the biggest thing and that is the biggest, you know, that is what I speak on the most, just self-love, self-gratitude, self-appreciation. It's so very important. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. such a beautiful piece. And it was so real because, you know, that that FOMO will have you thinking you got to keep up with the Joneses like the Joneses pay your bills and they don't. No. So you got to do what works for you. You got to make it right for yourself and you got to love all of you. Like you said, the good, bad and the, you know, whatever. Just you, you got to appreciate it all because it's all you, you know. It's all you. And if you want to change it, do the things that you need to do to change it naturally. I mean, if you want to exactly. bypass and go that medical route, that's on you. That's on you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, just get, take charge. Right. And, 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 and get on your journey. Yes. To, to, to making the difference. And remember, when you go to a store, all those clothes are not designed to fit your shape. That part right there. And, the, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you don't want to be just like everyone else all the time anyway. So if it does fit, you know, whomever and it doesn't fit you, you know, that might be a blessing in disguise as well. Who wants to see the same outfit on everybody, you know? Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> that book is called Dare to Soar. 
yes. yes 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 dare to soar a season for change well all of um um Aunt Jeannie's handles will be in um you know when I tag on Instagram when I tag on Facebook and when I tag on Twitter so please 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 check her out and support you know she's got a lot of dope stuff going on and can definitely help you get a house okay yes okay so you know um (laughs) so I wanted to tell you Ari I I really love your podcast thank you so much (laughs) I love it it's my absolute pleasure to be here this evening with tonight with you thank you so much Um, I appreciate you yes and um I, I i keep doing what you're doing i shall i shall and thank you so much for the encouragement and the motivation i definitely always always appreciate you know your support you have been supportive forever and i just love you so much and i appreciate you <laughs> so love much. You too. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just i'm just so grateful you know for you you always being there and just being able to you know grace my life the way you have all this all these years it's it's so important mm-hmm. to have you know family like like you you know so yeah. I am so appreciative for you and thank you so much my lovely lovely um audience I hope that you appreciated this episode and um you know just give a little bit of insight into you know my family the people that I love and all of that good stuff um but as always please 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 have a wonderful and peaceful start to your November that's what we're in next I hope that you know you are planning something wonderful for yourself to conclude the year um you know we'll be checking back in at the end of November so and it might be a little sooner than that too I'm not sure just so just because everything just gets so jam-packed at the end of the month but either way we will check in again um and please 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 take care of yourself and love yourself because of course more than anything you absolutely deserve it peace and love everyone thank you so much for tuning in to check please i would love to hear from you please feel free to leave a comment drop a topic that you would love for me to discuss and please share this with anyone you think could benefit from these dope reminders about self-love Most importantly, remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive all the episodes as they are released. Thank you so much again for joining me, your hippie homegirl, Ari, and I hope that you will join me again soon. Peace, love, and light to us all.